Well, so I got this whole different configuration. Oh right yeah. Now. Okay. What's what's up with your config? Uh, well, I believe you can hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And uh, I got it like hooked up trying to use this um, this uh, recording thing. All right. <laughs> the, the playback, the playback stuff, like um, you know, if we ever look up something, uh, we're just experimenting. All right. Fun. Yeah, I know, I know, I know how you do. Yeah. Uh, which it's no guarantee it's going to work. Of course <laughs> so, not. We'll that's that's what makes it fun. Anyway. Um, All right. Uh, shall shall we do this thing? Yeah. Let's just jump into it. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Intro, intro song. Intro, I was thinking about this before as I listened to, you know, other podcasts and stuff. I, I don't, like, we always try to, like, start off with a welcome back and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, no podcast I listen no, to. of course not. Does, <laughs> did, you, that. did you notice, uh, for our last episode, where I started it, I started it real early. Yeah, and actually, I like that. I think that's probably what I was thinking about. Right. It. I was like, just jump into it. Yeah, it was um, really good. Good six or seven minutes in, we said, okay, let's start. But it was all in. It was all <laughs> in. All there. Good. It's all good. That's it's all sometimes good. you know what in the podcast I listen to. Sometimes that's the best part of the show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I anyway, agree. well, so if that's true for us, we've already so we have eclipsed. Uh, that that has happened, and now the rest of the show is downhill. I know. So let me close the door real quick. All right. Hold on a second. Eric is closing the door to his room, and now he's walking back to his computer. He's wearing a blue shirt, or no, blue shorts, Man, so... and, a, and a black polo. He doesn't have his headphones in, so he can't tell that I'm talking. Oh, there he is. <laughs> so, um, how you how you liking being in California? Uh, with no, with no with no obligations yeah, of school that's true that is true it is kind of weird to be in claremont and not have school obligations uh so i've enjoyed i've enjoyed it so far it's a nice place it's nice to go outside and not immediately start sweating because mm. there's no humidity and that is a beautiful beautiful thing uh i went to i went to augie's yesterday yeah had had some had some coffee did some work there good place uh yeah, I'm I'm still gonna be here for another little over a week still. So lots of lots of Claremont things to happen. Uh, I'm staying in Emily's apartment, yeah. as you may have ascertained. Uh, so yeah, what uh do we have any follow up? Follow up. Um, you know, I guess we, we can. Maybe this will be follow up. This whole uh, you know, I had this all pulled up, but now it's not pulled up because uh. Mm. Because you're, you're an somebody's amateur. Somebody's paradox. We're not talking about that, by the way. Oh, I do not oh, want to talk about it. <laughs> I have not done any homework. I'm not talking about I, Zeno's I, paradox. I watched a couple videos. Did you really? Okay, if you want to talk about it, I can just sit at the feet of the master here and you can explain it to me. But I don't. I I didn't do any any homework. All right. No. All right. Hey, I'm not going to talk. All right. So I'm perfectly comfortable of talking about it in a very vague way where I don't know what I'm talking about. So this whole Zeno's paradox or yep. some dude back in the day <laughs> who came up with these different paradoxes for, I guess in support of maybe some sort of philosophical approach or whatever. I don't know. Wow. All right. And, um, 
And so let me turn this game down a bit. And so from what I could tell, he's he has like several different uh, paradoxes that he develops, like scenarios yeah. that he kind of sure uh, uh, described. But it seems like a lot of them are kind of just saying the same thing, and it's just this kind of dealing with this concept of like infinity, infinity. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. And like I think you kind of described it in the last podcast, the idea of like if there's an arrow, you can d divide. Um, if there's an arrow that starts at mm -hmm. like point A, and there's some sort of um, endpoint, you can constantly divide that distance in half, mm -hmm. infinite number of times. Mm -hmm. So is there anything like does like movement even exist type right. of thing? I don't right, know. right, right, right. Um, and then like it seemed like a, to be a similar type of paradox where just talking about like numbers, I guess you can you know divide numbers in half, and then there's like a time one as well. <laughs> and I was just like. Uh, the stupidest one <laughs> that I could think of was this uh, story of uh, Achilles and the tortoise. T tortoise. Uh, okay, yeah. And I this see, idea see. of uh, I'm on the Wikipedia page. And uh, this idea of like if if, if the Achilles is racing a tortoise and the tortoise like starts before him. I've seen also I've seen this um, scenario described many different ways. Um, so I don't even know what like the real original paradox was for this one, but. Uh, the idea is that Achilles is always going to be like racing to that point where the tortoise just was. Okay. But by that point, by that time, Achilles gets to that point. The tortoise has moved on to the next point, and so he can never catch up. And I'm like, why doesn't he just run faster? Like, are we are we assuming that uh, Achilles can't like accelerate his speed at all? I'm like, this is nonsense. Uh, so I thought that one was silly. I, I, think, I thought that yeah, one was silly. I, hmm. I thought that, that just one makes me was think silly. that I don't understand what they're actually talking about. Uh, the actual quote here from Aristotle. In a race, the quickest runner can never overtake the slowest, since the pursuer must first reach the point whence the pursued started, so that the slower must always hold a lead. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> if, if the one's quicker, I, they can increase their velocity, or if they're uh, quicker, you know what I'm saying? It, uh, in football, we used to always say, run to where the person's going to be, not mm. to where they are. Ooh, <laughs> you know in, what I mean? In, in, in hockey, we have the saying of, go to where the puck is going to be, and not where it is. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of a silly example. But I get the, I get the general um, idea. And someone actually commented. I have a feeling on, it was my I'm, cousin. Yeah, I think it was your cousin. And... Um, uh, that actually gave me a little bit more insight, and I, I kind of uh, appreciate the point he's making. It's this idea of um, infinity, and it, uh, actually, I'll just read his comment. He said, "I wish he could have well left the voicemail." So yeah, I know, right? It. But um, <laughs> um, but the comment was uh, uh, Zeno's paradoxes as all as all things in life are simple are a simple matter of not understanding math. The ability to describe the motion of the arrow was the was an issue until the invention of calculus. So I was like, you know what, that kind of is. Yeah, but it doesn't get rid of the, the infinity. I, I feel like the arrow paradox is the strongest one because, yeah, of course, like, in with your eyeballs, you can see that the arrow hits the target, right? But I, yeah, yeah. I at least can understand the paradox a little bit more than the uh, the other ones that he describes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's what what makes it a paradox. Yeah. You, can, you can come up with, like, math equations that sort of solve yeah. for why it makes sense. Like, one video kind of did it. You know, looked at sort of dividing uh, numbers in a, by half, and like if you infinitely divide a number by half, um, it equals zero. And there's like a proof that you can do to work that out or whatever. So mathematically, you can sort of look, at, you can approach this stuff, but still conceptually, I guess it's still a paradox. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I think the point of it, it's 
you can't like entirely wrap your head around. I guess explain it all. I uh-huh. explain it, which I don't know. I, don't know. I, I guess that's what makes it a, a paradox. I guess I, yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah. uh, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, people were bored back in the day, and they just <laughs> kind of talk about stuff. Yeah, it's, you, so when you don't, but, you know, when you don't have video games, you come up with things like this. Exactly, and sort of that thought process sort of uh, propelled later thought that probably you know. Um, Led to the sort of uh, calculus, in quotes, and invention of qu- sure. calculus, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. The discovery of like, okay, how can we approach this, and how can we think about this in a different way? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So Zeno. All right. Well, we talked about this what, a lot more than a I guy. expected. Yeah. Good old. What a guy. Good old Zeno. Zeno. What a Z- guy. No. Uh, is that it for that, or do you want to talk more in more depth? I d- oh, I couldn't talk more in depth because I only watched like two, uh, two minute YouTube clips. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, I want to ask you about how AOM was. So last time we spoke, you were in Claremont and I was elsewhere, and you were preparing to give a presentation at a major conference. Uh, so I'd like to hear how both the conference was and how your presentation went. The conference was pretty good i guess uh my first time going to academy of management um you know in terms of the setup i I guess i assume it was just a huge conference i mean uh because it was uh spread across i think three maybe four different buildings i I I think definitely three so the hilton uh, the convention center the sheraton and i want to say there was another one but I, i can't remember wow um and actually, after uh, me and Hunter were kind of just sitting there talking to someone um, d- during lunch, just kind of chatting it up, and uh, the, she kind of described it as, it's really, Academy of Management, is, it's made up of all these different, um, what are they called? Uh, I guess subgroups? I, they have a name, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's weird. It, I know what you're talking about. Divisions. Divisions, divisions. yep, yep, divisions. Yeah, like uh, Organizational Behavior Division, Human Resources Management Division, et cetera. Yep, yep. So it's really like... Several mini conferences sort of all combined into like a huge conference. You know what I'm saying? So there's some people, if you're involved in just like, let's say the OB division, you might only go to those sort of OB things and you might not ever right. have the curiosity to kind of check out other stuff that's out of your division. Um, of course, me, me not ever being at this conference, I was just kind of checking out a lot of different stuff. Um, I found myself trying to attempt to go to some kind of practitioner, well, not necessarily practitioner stuff, so, um, some things that sort of lean more toward on the business side, like yeah, yeah. business consulting. Um, but, you know, I, I left a few things early because it just wasn't what I thought it would be based mm-hmm. on the description. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had some things that were like professional development workshops um, that um, were, I guess, meant to sort of uh, teach you teach. a thing. Yeah. teach you a thing in a sense but they, they also, those all varied uh, and then they had some that were just more like talks and it seems like some of these professional development workshops were just like talks as well okay. and some were more interactive you know, gotcha. so. was, there, um, uh, was there one presentation that you saw that kind of stands out as particularly interesting or something that caught your eye uh, you know what there's a, the, the thing that I guess was particularly interesting to me is for whatever reason you know this conference was the one that seemed to have a lot of talk uh, around this idea of identity and leader identity. Oh, um, interesting. Uh, as well as, you know, which is a topic that I'm interested in. 
do you get excited um, by that or you do you get nervous that other people are talking about your topic I mean, it's not my topic. Well, really, I know, but like yeah. the topic that you are kind of like going to go down for research stuff. Isn't that what your your review paper and like dissertation is? Oh, you're doing more uh, self-awareness though, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of going from a self-awareness stance. But in terms of these self-concepts, sure. these are self-related constructs or whatever. Um, nah, no, because I think, uh, you know, in, 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 I think we've talked about this before. When you go down deep into like a the abyss of like one singular topic i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm exaggerating now no but, um, you're not actually it is an abyss yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you know you'll have a handful in the grand scheme of people that study it who study it and so yeah. i think it's nice to interact with those people sure. and kind of see what they're sort of thinking yeah um and when you start building up these relationships you can start exchanging sort of thought yeah you can it, it becomes an exchange of ideas you can and develop each other's ideas yeah, of yeah course. so you might view something a different way um, you know, I, and, and so coupled with that, you know, a lot of things seem to be focused on identity. There also seem to be a lot of um, work on development, like leader development, specifically how to study it. And, and um, this idea of, uh, okay, you know, obviously how to study development, you have to use longitudinal approaches and things like that. Right. So uh, one presentation I went to, um, they were talking about that. And, um, you know, people people kind of come to this research from different um, backgrounds and different methodological expertise. And so, like, in one of the presentations, um, based on how people were setting it, they got a lot of good feedback that, you know, hey, you might want to look at, um, like, experience sampling techniques. All right. Or, um, uh, you know, using, like, longitudinal, uh, sorry, using, like, multi-level modeling type for longitudinal sure, sure. analysis to, like, analyze the data. Um and stuff like that. So I think it was good feedback for them that they might yeah. not have gotten in a different context. I always kind of realized, or I didn't realize at the time, but I, I kind of realized now that we at CGU were like overexposed to experience sampling method because Mike was yeah, here. Yeah. And yeah. I just thought it was a thing that like everybody knew about. And I was always so surprised when people weren't familiar with, with yeah. the method. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, um, one of the presentations that I was in, can't remember which one. So a lot of this stuff is kind of cloud. Absolutely notes, but they're kind of all over the place. Um, one of the presentations that I, I was in talked about experience sampling, not not as if it was new, but in terms mm-hmm. of like it's an because you know it has been around wow. for a while, but yeah. like almost like they're sort of bringing it into this this context because it hasn't really people haven't really right. utilized it, you know. And yeah, so uh, one thing that I thought was cool was this idea of um, it was a, I think of a big data talk. Um, but they also kind of talked about experience sampling and stuff like that too, and is this idea of it's, it's this idea of using um, what was described described as like cutting edge type of uh, technology to kind of analyze or or to collect data um, was this use of like badges, which I actually I'm kind of interested in, like oh, yeah. just sort of these tech uh, these like for a lack of a better way to describe it, computer chip type of badges. Right which people can wear and you can sort of track interaction sure. and things like that. Um, and then, and so you're getting all these, all these sort of micro snapshots of uh, data, which then you can analyze. Um, did these badges uh, record audio? You know, I don't know. If, I don't know if they did. Okay. You know, I, I think, I think depending on people's research, what people's research questions are, I think what people have been doing is sort of tailoring it to fit their needs. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, and I actually heard people in two different presentations talk about it, and I think 
maybe they're different. They're different for each case. I don't know if there's like a person that sells these type of mm -hmm. devices. Um, in saying that, though, I don't see why you couldn't record if you wanted to. Uh, although I, I would imagine people, it's already kind of invasive anyway, right. tracking people's location. I, I would think people might be hesitant. Yeah, you would need to get, it would be more of a headache to get clearance to do something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I thought that was interesting um, and the type of analyses that you could do with that. Um, one, one example, which I thought was like a, eh, maybe this is a duh type of thing, but they use it to study an organization or organizational structure. And, um, and they were looking at just the inter at the interactions between two like you know multiple different I guess work groups. Um, I don't remember the example, but I'll say like mm -hmm. HR versus marketing versus uh, engineering or something sales versus yeah. engineering. And they were finding that like there was like no interaction mm -hmm. between uh, like the, the client facing group and the uh, maybe the people that were developing sure the type sure of thing until. There was like a huge issue, <laughs> yeah. and so they could sort of like track. They kind of would track these interactions, and they were looking, and they're like, "Oh, these people aren't even interacting at all until like something blows up. <laughs> something blows up, yeah." And they like were looking at the data that way, and so they're then, then they made a structural decision based on. And I'm definitely dumbing this down. Sure, sure, this, sure. But they made a structural change. They said, "Okay, we need to obviously uh, look at just where these people are located," and mm -hmm. it turns out where one of these groups um, was located like off-site or you know mm -hmm. different total mm -hmm. building. There's no never any interaction, so I think they decided to move the people yeah. into the same area. That's um, that's interesting. That's the type of stuff that we definitely do yeah. uh, in my work as well. It's, it it strikes me so like we come to the same conclusion a lot, but just kind of through interviews. I'm wondering if there's anything you get particularly unique out of doing like the badge stuff um, in that in that case. But yeah, that's that's a good example. Yeah, you know, and, you know, in terms of um, obviously, there's a uh, pros and cons. Obviously, having these badges, I, I would imagine the technology is pretty expensive right now. Even if it's not expensive, it might not be uh, feasible for most people to do. Right. And so, if you can come to the same conclusion with interviews, obviously that's your approach. But I think yeah. as time goes on, as like you know, if a product gets made that's makes it easy to use affordable i think the combination of interviews and um something like this something whether it's a badge whether it's something else who knows uh could sure. just give you more richer yeah well, data. it's always nice to be able to point to specific numbers around the interactions or or lack of interactions i guess yeah. in this case yeah that's cool uh and was there anything else um aom aom what well how about your presentation Oh yeah, uh, you know, I'm my biggest critic. I, I think my presentation went well. I think I could have. I did a lot of preparation in terms of putting the presentation together. I think in a couple of places in my presentation, I, I could have just practiced a, a bit more. Sure, like, sure. You know, actually walking, how, walking through it. How long was your presentation? Uh, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, and so I spent a lot of time like getting it cut right, down. I right. Actually, actually created my presentation um, in a very sort of standard. APA style flow mm -hmm. until I got. No, I didn't get feedback, but I looked on. Um, the, oh yeah, Academy I think you Manager talked about website. this last week. You kind of realized yeah. it was more of a like a sales pitch of the idea. Well, that's, that's what they suggested. So yeah. I was like, let me try it out. I yeah. was like, I've never presented it this way. Let me try it out. Kind of yeah. an experiment. <laughs> so I kind of played around with that idea, um, and then after feedback, I kind of tweaked it a bit more. Um, 
and settled on something I think that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, bottom line, I just haven't presented in a long time. Sure. I think uh, I was kind of out of practice. Sure, sure. Um, it, it is funny, like uh, uh, someone asked one question, very simple question, but it was almost like it was so simple. Like, I kind of paused, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, and they're asking if we t- uh, tested, you know, we did a study on uh, the linear trajectory of the linear growth of uh, leader identity. Uh-huh. And someone asked if we uh, studied any other, um, how, does she, how does she phrase it? I don't remember how she phrased it. Any other, any nonlinear trajectories? And I paused and I was like, oh, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course he's looked at that. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, like different types of trends, like a cubic or, uh, or a quadratic or cubic tr- uh, trajectories. And um, I thought it was just kind of funny. Also, yeah. bad idea to go to the conference after eating, like, a very light breakfast and not eating any food and presenting it at, like, 1.15. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, hungry as hell. Terrible. <laughs> Especially since, I, like, I, I start slowing down yeah. when I don't eat. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> and I, I was like, I didn't realize how hungry I was. And during the presentation, I started thinking about I started thinking about food. Um, <laughs> what, what, you know, I, what what specific type of food were you thinking of? Uh, nothing specific. Oh, I'm just like, you I'm liar! So hungry. You liar! You just can't remember. Um, I, I know that because uh, that that night I actually stayed at um, uh, Buddy's house, but uh, I ended up getting just going to the store, and I was so hungry, and I didn't want to go f- fast food. Um, but I not that not because. It, of health, just because I was like, yeah, fast food. So I went through the grocery store and got like a two liter of like Fanta, pineapple like soda, <laughs> um, a little small thing of ice cream, um, like some chips. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, I also got yeah, I got two hot dogs from this like hot dog place, like this, <laughs> you know, specialty hot dog place or whatever. And so I guess that kind of is fast food. Um, and I just like. Binge, <laughs> oh, this is after me after leaving the conference and driving like an hour and fifteen minutes to where I was um, staying. I was staying at Hunter's spot, but, um, <laughs> in, in traffic and all that stuff. So I was just so hungry, I, I gorged myself. Why didn't you stop somewhere on the way? Uh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> you just yeah. weren't thinking clearly. Yeah, I just wasn't thinking clearly. Um, <sighs> That's so I didn't eat until like later on, like the early evening. Yeah. Uh, and again, like the breakfast I had was like yogurt, granola. And like strawberries, <laughs> you know. So I don't think my caloric intake was high enough to like sustain me. Um, That's funny. But uh, yeah, it was a good experience. Um, I think I would approach Academy of Management conferences uh, slightly different in the future. Um, I mean, much like I, I would I approach like any other conference. I just haven't been to a conference in such a long time. Um, right. I didn't take a look at the schedule until like the day of. So I was like, <laughs> it was like me like trying to figure it out like on the fly. <laughs> yeah, you know, was, a lot of with the conference that size, it was. I'm sure it was a huge uh, like pamphlet booklet that you got with all the schedule and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah and I, I I decided to use the app. They had like you know, oh, paper okay. was option. We nice. used the app and stuff. I, I do like the you know using the paper and writing on the book, but mm. you know it's the thick. It's like a thick program. I'm like, I don't yeah, save thing, save right. the trees, man. Save the trees. Save the trees. That's right. Cool. So yeah, that was glad you hear it well. Yeah, thanks. Um, you, what's go- what's going on with you? Mm, me. What is going on with me? Uh, blah, blah 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 blah. I already talked about being in California. Just I'm, yeah. I'm working from here. We're doing remote month at the ready. Uh, okay. So basically, we're all all the full time employees at the ready are encouraged to just go somewhere else and work this month. Um. 
and so I decided to come here. One of my colleagues is in Beirut right now. Uh, everybody else is. A couple people are staying in New York, but uh, it's, it's been good. Uh, although I'm realizing that I have taken for granted uh, the beauty of being in the Eastern Time Zone uh, because I am still doing some client calls with people who are on the East Coast. So I've had some very early mornings, like 6 a.m., 6:30 a.m. calls with with folks, which is fine. I've just been wrapping my day up a little bit earlier. Um, other than that, uh, see, we had our one-year anniversary at the Ready, and we finally have an actual website now. I don't know if you remember yeah. what our original website was like, but it was basically yeah, like was one it. paragraph that was very enigmatic, describing what it is that we did. Um, I want you, if you if you don't mind, open up the website, go to the, so it's theready.com, and I want I want your feedback on the picture of me because Emily thought it is the most like surprising picture of me she's ever seen. So if you go to the Who We Are page and then scroll down, you'll let see me, our let me, new let headshots. Me, let me experience. Yep. The page itself. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, is this a stock photo at the bottom of the of the homepage, or is this or is this actually? Oh no, I don't think want? I don't. Hold on, let me look. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think that is our office. It looks like a picture of like Eddie Monster Wait, in the back. No, that is that is that is that is our office. Yeah, yeah, it is. Who's this big? Who's this? Uh, who's this kid in the background? I don't. I don't know. It, we work in a co-working space, so that looks like yeah. Okay, we like <laughs> get Eddie Monster a little. What else? Pick on the, um, I like the design of the logo with that sort of uh, disappearing D. Yeah. Well, see, there's a story on the D actually. So the the the, yeah. the, the D is tilted, right? There's on its axis mm. there. The tilt, yeah. the tilt of the D is the same tilt of the Earth, on its axis. That's all. Okay. Twenty three something degrees, I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Simple, um, simple little logo. So who who we are? Who Let's we are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks. Did they pose you? So what? Is, so what's it look like? I'm doing. Um. It looks like. Like you sat down normal, uh-huh. but then they ask you to like tilt your like lean and tilt your head or something. <laughs> okay, all right, fair I enough. I don't know. It looks like you're. I mean, it looks like yeah. I mean, all right. Well, what is actually going on in this picture is there uh, someone's tickling your? <laughs> no, there's a basically there's a cart that they use for dishes um, on the floor. So it's like a push cart that kind of comes up to yeah. waist level. And yeah. we were looking somewhere with good light where I could sit down like I was just, like sitting at a table. And Aaron, the guy to my left there on the page, he was taking the picture. And he just had me squat down in front of this cart and make it look like I was sitting. Uh, so in that yeah. picture, I'm actually squatting. That, that looks about right. Yeah. Because your body position is a little bit off, right? Like a natural sit. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Little, it's a little bit off. Um, and I'm laughing at it because I feel absurd and people are like looking at me. <laughs> like that right behind me is somebody else's office. Uh, and they're like sticking their head out and looking, so uh, it's just. And I, I'm I'm notoriously not happy in pictures, so this may be like the biggest smile ever captured on film uh, of of me. Yeah, it's a uh, now. Um, can I continue to comment? Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to like, give, give more more comments. <laughs> I mean, because I'm just joking. So of course. Really uh, Aaron looks like he's just done some sort of like magic trick. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Emily described it as uh, M. How did you describe Aaron's picture? Eric? Aaron's picture. Oh, like a 
dad. Like an like an enthusiastic dad who's like watching his kids like kick a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty okay. accurate. Oh, day has your standard. Yeah, has your standard. Yeah, he, okay. he's he's a good Everybody looking else dude. is pretty standard. Yeah, yeah. Um, Catherine. Yep. Looks like she's attentive and listening. Yeah. Like she, she seems like she cares. Yeah, she <laughs> does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. She hates getting her picture taken, so we had to like steal that picture of her while she was talking to someone else. Everybody else seems like they're pretty standard. <sighs> yeah, it's I a think nice, so. nice website. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, it's. Only been a year or so, and no, it didn't take us a year to make it. We just didn't put any attention on our website for a long time, and we figured we should probably have a proper website by the time we turn one year old. Um, do you guys have a uh, like a website builder person? Or no, this is uh, this is Squarespace. Yeah, uh, and um, and Aaron I think did a lot of just the actual design work, and Oday did a lot of the copy. Speaking of that, like, do you? I mean, not that I have an opinion on this. I mm-hmm. kind of I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, do you actually need a website nowadays? Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I, I would say yeah, because you just need the presence. Exactly. But you really don't. It's you know, I, also, I mean, we survived for a year without it, and we had, um, you know, more work than we could handle. The thing that is nice for us in terms of having an actual website, I mean, it just it's it's a sales tool. Um, it's yeah. if people can hear about us and then they can go read about us in depth, that just helps our ability to to work with new people. Uh, but I mean, like I said, we we had we grew a company from one person to nine people over the course yeah. of a year with no website. So yeah. it's definitely it, well, at least in this line of work, it's all relationships. It's all relationships uh, and word of mouth type type stuff. So this will just hopefully add add to that a little bit. Well, cool, man. Uh, yeah, it feels, it feels good. Well, and the main thing that I'm glad about having this website is that when people ask me what I do, like family members, and I try to explain it and I point them to our website, now I feel like they have a better shot of potentially understanding it uh, than than they did before. Or at least yeah. it looks more legit now, like I'm working for an actual company, Yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, that yep. looks real, real clean and looks good. Sweet. Um, what else has been going on with me? I don't think, hmm, I don't think anything. I've been running a little bit, trying to trying to do that, you know, trying to stop being a fat piece of crap. Uh, I don't know how it's going because I don't have a scale here in California, but yeah, well, you, the fact <laughs> the fact that uh, I have a an order for pizza and wings and a salad arriving in an hour uh, is probably not great a great sign that I'm doing super well. Well, you got the salad. That's for Emily. <laughs> pizza, uh, pizza, and the wings are for me. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing about working out: it's, it's when you work out, you get hungrier, and you eat. Yeah. And when you don't eat well, you just eat a lot of the bad stuff. It's, it's. I'm not sure. I'm really, you know, tipping that balance the way I expect to. Anyway. Um. You probably aren't. But that's all right. You know. I'm. I think I'm. I've been about the same for a long time. If I stay here, I can just have a general low sense of self-loathing for the rest of my life. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't get any worse, I should be okay. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Here's. I threw this topic on. Do you? Do you? Or your partner ever talk when you sleep? Uh, Emily talks like crazy. Like she like will carry on conversations. But last night I had the very kind of rare experience of something that happened in a dream with me. I thought was funny enough that I lo- was literally laughing out loud, and it woke Emily up because I was laughing so hard. And I and I remember 
specifically what was happening in the dream that made me laugh and wake her up. Hmm. Are you curious? Yes. <laughs> what is it? My brother, Nate, was in some sort of situation where he was like an infomercial guy. And they were filming him, and I think he was trying to sell some sort of breakfast food. Or just the idea of breakfast in general. And what he said was, Hi, I'm breakfast, and this is Nate. And then he started laughing, because he messed up the line. He was supposed to say it the other way around. And I just thought that was hilarious. And I was just laughing and laughing to the point that Emily woke up. <laughs> now, were you aware that you were still sleeping in a dream type thing? No, I don't... And that you were, you were trying to remain asleep and you were laughing? Or... Did she then wake you up and say, hey, you were laughing? Actually, I would say I woke both of us woke up. up because of it. Yeah, I woke up because I was laughing, and I continued to laugh as I woke up. And she was like, what is going on? Yeah. And then I told her the line, and uh, which I thought was still funny, and I laughed even harder. Which, when, once I woke up, and now that I've said it out loud again, like it's not, it's not that funny. <laughs> it's not yeah, really yeah. funny at all, actually. But at the time, my God, hilarious. Yeah, we, we both talk in our sleep. Like, I'll think I'll, I'll be having, like, a conversation, like, you know, uh, you know thinking that she's awake, but, um, no, okay. doesn't remember. I sleep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, of course. And then I think I also talk, you know, talk to myself. I, uh, well. I've decided I'm going to start keeping a running list of the stuff that Emily says, and uh, maybe yeah. that'll be a recurring uh, thing on the podcast, uh, because it is crazy. <laughs> crazy stuff. Uh. Uh, all right. Well, that was a short topic, but I just wanted to share because I thought it was funny. Sam, thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you, Eric. <laughs> um, so I see your thing here. Is this a question for me? Yeah. Why don't you use Facebook or Twitter or other social media just in general? Yeah. I, well, I, I was asking. Yeah, I was. I'm asking you specifically, and the reason. Actually, no. I'll let you answer it first, and I'll tell you why I was thinking of the question. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, I don't like, uh, every sort of inner thought, and I, obviously people, I think people have different uses for it, whatever, being publicly, um, it's not like every inner thought being publicly sort of put on display, mm-hmm. and a long time ago, I'm not gonna force it, force, I'm not gonna read it again, but I read this quote, um, uh, from, uh, Carmi, I can't remember her name. Uh, Carmen Hermancillo. She was a nineteen. She was like a nineties hacker type person. A nineties like tech blogger type uh-huh. thing. You know, you know uh, the use of the word term hacker. Not not necessarily, but um, really sort of a on the edge of that technology back then. She had this like really kind of long rant on the commodification of uh, our thoughts and emotions on like blogs and stuff back then. And I thought okay. it was so. Uh, forward thinking to like where we are now. Uh-huh. Um, so I always think about that. Um, I'll to f- can you find that? Is it, does it exist somewhere on the internet? You think you can find yeah, a link? It's long. It, it's pretty long, but there's yeah, like a, a certain to, segment she talks about. I'd like to check it out. And then, um, you know, like in terms of like just in general, this is kind of a blanket statement, but all I have to figure out for me, like, what's my use of it? You know right, what I mean? right. So, like Twitter, I haven't really gotten. For me, I'll look, I like I follow like different things that I'm professionally interested in, and I'll and I'll read that stuff. Um, so Twitter was actually uh, the one that made me ask this question because yeah. I know there's a, a lot of comedians are on Twitter, and yeah. some there are some people I really enjoy following just because I think they're hilarious. And I remember at some point I was reading I don't even remember whose time or whose tweet I was reading, but I remember thinking, 
Why isn't Eric on Twitter? He'd be hilarious on Twitter. Like, I want to read Eric on Twitter. Uh, uh, and then that's what made me think this. You know, that medium I don't think is, um, I don't know, like, I, I'm, a rant, I'm a ranty person. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure. So how, how many characters is it? 140 is it characters. Yeah, but you also, you, you, you are good at, like, observational stuff as well, too. And you ha- you're kind of cutting and a little bit cynical. So I feel yeah. like you would be, you'd do well on Twitter. Yeah. You know, so in terms of, like, comedians on Twitter, like, entertainers, I get Twitter because it, like, brings their fans to them mm-hmm. and they can connect with fans. All right, so, and when I talk about myself, I don't think anybody is important enough to sort of document their, <laughs> sure. like, this stuff. I, I just choose not to do it. Right. But I don't think, it, not because, like, it's a, I have a sort of um, low self-esteem. I don't think anybody is important <laughs> enough to be putting sure, all their stuff but out there there's, personally. But there's different ways of using it. Yeah. I know, I know it, some comedians will use Twitter as like, oh, even almost like a testing ground for new ideas and stuff as well. Yeah. And at the same, I get the contradiction. Yeah. Obviously, we're doing we're sitting here doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a good point. And I, I get that, but it like again, sure. it's like sure, sure. your choice of what medium you think works for you. What about think. an anonymous so, account I will tell on Twitter? You, I, will, I will tell All you. Right. Um, I, I was, I, I was almost moved. And also, I, I don't like some things I want to say on Twitter. I think we've had this conversation. I don't want it to be publicly out there. Sure. But um, during the week of the Republican National Convention, I was just moved to start a Twitter account and just try to like troll a little bit because it's just the, the ridiculousness. Um, but I got bored of it really quickly. Sure. Because like you have to really be on it yeah, to yeah. have stuff like pop up. You have to know how to use it with the yeah. hashtagging and the at adding people type yeah. thing. And I was like, this is something I d- don't really want to learn how to do. Okay. But, um, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, well, I was using it. Well, <laughs> I was using it while I was watching the RNC because it was just so ridiculous. Um, it was, I, it was so ridiculous. Yeah. And I, this is, and I will preface to say, I think both RNC and DNC are both ridiculous. Of course. Um, but, I think it was extra RNC ridiculous. Extra ridiculous. Well, yeah. let me get, I just want to, I just want to say that, I think you should take another shot at Twitter, and even if you do like a like a, if you use like a pseudonym or like an anonymous account or something where it's not actually tied to your name, just like let me know because I want I want to follow it because I think you'd be hilarious on Twitter. That's, let me let me all. see what I'm not going to say what my thing was, but I'll try to I'll try to read a quote and see if it, <laughs> actually I'll read it, and if it's if it's uh, worthy of me sharing, I'll share it out loud. But I don't, right. I don't think. All right. I really don't. Well, and and then I wanted to. So the Facebook and Twitter are two social media. But what about? I don't. Pres- are you on Snapchat? No. Okay. All right. Um, All right. I, I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm I don't. Saying. I don't uh, desire to get it. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. For me right now. Eh. You know what we need to do? We need to create the file drawer version of all of these different social media, and you can be in charge of it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is, what about, is, that, is, is that what you're trying to do? No, you're, actually, you're the, I'm not even thinking about it. But now you're I, the king. You're the king of um, social media. Twitter like, for me. For me, it's just Twitter. Like, and and I have been really. I don't. It's, this is politically incorrect way to say it. It's schizophrenic about it. I've been very of two minds about social media. Actually, of many minds of, about social media I'm, recently. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'll go. Like I will. I will unfollow everybody on my Twitter account and go completely Twitterless for a couple of weeks, and then I'll start. 
re-adding people to Twitter, and then I'll get pissed off, and I'll delete everybody again. And there are always a, a handful of people who I'll always re-follow. So, like, I, I wonder what they think about me when they see that I am – like, they get a little notification that I'm following them again. They're like, he's followed me, like, four times over the last, like, three months. Like, what the hell is he doing? And, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually – I'm legitimately self-conscious about it now, so I'm trying to not do that anymore because yeah. I, I don't want people to think I'm crazy. You know, I, I I think at some point I don't know how it works now, and I can't remember which. It might have been Twitter, it might have been Facebook. I didn't like the idea. Hell, it might have even been like LinkedIn or something. I didn't like the idea of like every movement or change you made to your account would pop up as an event. That might mm -hmm. be might be LinkedIn. Yeah, and I think, I think you like can actually you turn it. You, you can turn it off too because you want to update it yeah. just to kind of get it up to speed. I didn't I didn't I don't like how it like makes that announcement yeah. everywhere i think it's i think that's absurd in the right um, in the right hand sidebar i'm pretty sure you can just turn that off but yeah, it, yeah, didn't, I, it didn't used to be off. that way um it was annoying but, like the default should be off yeah definitely <laughs> um, but that, that 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 default does not serve them as the uh, social media company so of course yeah. they're not going to do it and like linkedin um i'm still trying to figure out what's that good for you know yeah people say it's a good networking tool for like professional but I, i'm still trying to figure that out LinkedIn has you know, um, something I've gotten on. It's not social media, but uh, ResearchGate. Um, okay. I always kind of use it when I find research articles sometimes, but it's a seems like it's a way to connect with people doing research. Um, That's I, cool. I don't really know. I don't know. The the interesting yeah. the interesting thing that LinkedIn yeah. has, um, I, I feel the same way about it. But the one kind of interesting thing is that you can it'll tell you who is looking at your profile. Uh, and if you pay for it, it'll actually give you like more detail about it. If you don't, if you don't, if you just use the basic, you just get like the occasional person, which is kind of interesting in a kind of weird stalkery way. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to figure out what's the best way to use LinkedIn. And I mean, I, I think each of these, the only way to use these various services uh, intelligently is to kind of figure out what job they're they're doing for you um, and yeah. whether or not they're actually the right tool for that job exactly. and whether that's even a job that really needs to be done, which is why, um, like, I don't use Instagram anymore and I don't use Snapchat anymore, which I've, I've, ex I've experimented with both of them. And Facebook I use in a very limited way in that I have – I've unfriended a ton of people who I'm, like, just not friends with, like high school friends that are no longer friends are no longer on Facebook for me. And then I also – uh, you can unfollow people in Facebook. So you're still friends, but you don't see any of the stuff that they post. So yeah. I've literally unfollowed every single person that I'm friends with, except for my immediate family. So my newsfeed is like, there's nothing in there. I'm, I'm pretty much like that. Um, I, I do like some of like the Facebook news type of things. I think sometimes interesting stuff. It's, the, feel, replacement, it's, the, like re Yahoo it's the replacement it's, for Yahoo news. It's, it's my Yahoo news type of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, also during this like election season, I've, Unfriended a lot of people. Uh, not not necessarily. Politics by brings the views. worst out of people. people. It's how people, people talk who, about their views. The people who like who I don't, who I'm not friends with. Like yeah. I wouldn't be friends with them now. Like, yeah, I haven't talked to them since high school type thing. Nor do I. Did even I even talk to them at, during high school? Yeah, you know what I mean, who just have like these crazy opposing views. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really extreme. Because yeah. I'm pretty. Um, I, I'm I'm a pretty. I don't want to say neutral, but Moderate. I sort of see both sides yeah. to a lot of yeah. different things. I try, try to, I try to be. Like, you have an appreciation for the complexity of the world and nuance. Exactly, exactly. you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then I want to see like, these comments that are just so like black and white, yeah. not nuanced. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. I'm like, look, here, I, I don't even, like, I would feel the urge to comment on it, but I'm yeah. like, no, I just, yeah. <laughs> you know, by this point, 
without Facebook, you would have removed these people from your life. It's yeah, not exactly, family. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do why do we need to keep up? And these are people like back in the day, I was like very liberal and like who I accepted friend thing request from mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but it's like people who add you, but never even say, "Hey, what's what's going on, bud? Hey, yeah. I talked to you a long time." It's just people who add you for the just sake to of collect you, you, collect you, yeah. To collect, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you Face, doing? Facebook is like a human Pokedex. I've just, I just like, decided that. Yeah, it's like yeah, trying to try to catch them all. I got to get all the Facebook friends. I'm trying to conquer Facebook. Maybe there's, maybe there is a prize. Maybe maybe there's a prize at the end if you are friending everybody. There's some sort of prize. Uh, did you ever play the game Vector Man for Sega Genesis? No. Okay. No, no. Well, the cool thing about Vector Man is that supposedly there was a prize at the end of the game, and the first person who got there and like sent a thing in with like a code, whatever, won like a million dollars. Oh, wow. So maybe that's what Facebook is. Maybe. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm gonna make it my job to get to the end of Facebook. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah. I don't. I, Facebook is all encompassing. It is. It is infinite. And they, I, especially with just their kind of aspirations as a company and what they have their hands in. It's uh, it's interesting. And as they're pushed more and more to actually like, per, um, uh, uh, do something that actually makes them worth being evaluated at what what they are you know what i'm saying because well, for the longest time they're like facebook doesn't do anything well, they well what they do them. what they do is they sell ads well, well yeah but, but i think they're turning that stuff up and they're also yeah. selling your data and all that stuff yeah. i'm like the more and more they get sort of um they want to do that the more unless I'm, I'm inclined to sure um put put all my stuff in there um uh, personally for me yeah no um, i feel, it, I feel unless, the same way. unless they can provide me with such a great thing because i think yeah. i've sort of Got more nuance about this as well because I think some of the things that you've said, if they're providing such a great, I guess, tool or yeah. something for you, where it becomes worth it to then, right, b- fully get into it, right, I would see that. But right now, it's not that. For yeah, me. and, and what I've done is that it seems like every couple of months, and this is like the whole unfollow, refollow people thing. Like I will dive into a thing and fully like be an ideal customer for them for a while to see what it's like to like what it's like to use Facebook as a normal person and I'll try it out yeah. for a couple of weeks and so far I've inevitably hated hated it and I can't believe that this is like people get joy or people I don't know joy is not the right word because there's all sorts of research about how Facebook makes people feel bad uh, about yeah. their own lives but yeah. I've it was the stuff that I do use I tend to be a pretty um poor customer for them except for Twitter which I use pretty heavily nowadays but Twitter, Twitter for me, like the people I follow on Twitter are are all related to the work that I do, and um, yeah. it's almost like another professional network for me at this point. Yeah, so, that's good. I mean, yeah. uh, I, uh, just another thought. I remember, like, uh, and I think I've complained about this before. Like when I, you know, when I was in California, people at CGU would like add you on Facebook, and mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, like, if I see somebody who I think they kind of know, I'll mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. And these people would not engage at all in, in real life. <laughs> And I'm like, what is wrong with these human beings? So yeah. it doesn't make me sad because it makes me feel bad about life. It makes me sad for humanity. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't understand. Well, I, I just don't get it. Eric, they, um, they they caught you and they added you to their Pokedex, and that's all you got to do. I know. You were, yeah, gotcha. You were, you were like, a, like a low-level Pokemon that once you catch it once, you're never bringing it out again. You're not putting, well, it, you're not putting uh, it into a battle. It's just going to live. Charizard? No, you're not a Char- Char- Charizard. Charizard, man. Hit that D on the end. Charizard. Okay. <laughs> like a lizard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go, have you played it at all? No, no I haven't. I, I played it for like three days, and I was like, this is actually an incredibly subpar game. Why are people losing their minds over it? 
I heard like uh, because so many people are playing it, like the network goes down. All early, through. early on, they were uh, definitely having that problem. I don't know okay. that they are still. Um, yeah. Anyway, not to. I don't want to go go into. It. I think we maybe even already talked about it. Yeah, we've talked. I about don't it. remember um, things. We're just you know, we're, we're in total old man mode right now. By the way, we can't remember the things we're talking about, and we're ranting about social media, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> these kids, <laughs> these kids these days. Um, I um. Someone actually made, I guess, a kind of a low-level type of Pokemon game, and I guess the people who, run, who own Pokemon shut it down. Nintendo. Oh yeah, the yeah, somebody. Yeah, what was it called? Like Pokemon, some Universe, metal, yeah, Pokemon, something. 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 <sighs> yeah. Uranium? No, Pokemon. It was it was some sort of metal. Yeah. Well, that, that it was the the funny thing about Pokemon Go. One of the funny things was that. Like Nintendo stock, like went through the roof when it was the first couple of days. Nintendo doesn't know. even know they didn't make the game and they don't <laughs> don't own it. Yeah. Like they licensed out the the IP, obviously, but they weren't making yeah. any money off of Niantic's uh, game. Yeah. And then their stock okay. went back down after that. Just That's funny. So... That's so funny <laughs> things. Um. <sighs> Have you been able to check out Strange Thing? Uh, Strange. Strange Not yet. yet. No, I'm. I'm very sensitive to starting more than one uh, TV show at a time, and I'm yeah, yeah. currently watching um, what's Anthony Bourdain's, not Layover, not uh, Parts Unknown. No, Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. I'm watching that from the beginning, so I'm like in third season of that. So I'm going to finish that before I do Stranger Things. Cool, cool, cool. But it's on my list. It's the next thing that I intend uh, to watch. The other thing, too, has been eating up some of my entertainment time. Have you been following at all kind of the hubbub around uh, No Man's Sky, the video game? No. All right, no. so this was a game that was announced like five years ago, and it has been hyped by people beyond belief. The basic premise is that it's this huge, it's kind of like sandbox, um, kind of like Minecraft-esque game with a huge universe that is procedurally generated, um, huge planets, space travel in between them, survival aspect to it, collecting resources. Uh, but basically, this game has been in development for a very long time, and, and all the stuff that they've been showing along the way has been hyping it up like crazy. And it finally came out, um, and it has been very polarizing because many people are saying that it is not anywhere close to the hype that, that it got to. I actually think it's a really fascinating and fun game so far, uh, but it's just been really interesting to see what the reaction on the internet has been from some really upset people and also some people who are super stoked on the game i'll put a couple of uh, uh articles in uh the show notes but there's like these incredibly glowing articles about how this is the best game ever made and then there's people who are just like, like trying to like write petitions to like just shut things down and like talking about how we nobody should ever pre-order a game ever again because it allows things like this to happen um so i've, I've been watching as a as an outside observer and then just playing the game actually a little bit and i actually so far i found it very enjoyable so what kind of what kind of gameplay is it, is it so it's, it's first person yeah list? it's first person so the interesting thing about this so procedurally generated game um mean you know meaning basically every planet is like unique uh, and and you don't know like it's not like the programmer sat down and programmed each planet and the universe that everybody plays in is the same universe and there's some insane number of planets in this universe like 18 quintillion planets or something so uh, and then you can, and as you discover things in this universe that you share with all the other players, you can name things, um, whatever you want to name them. So it's the, the, the basic gameplay is you have a ship that you can fly around from planet to planet, 
Um, and it's also very interesting in that, like, you can take off from a planet, and then you get through the atmosphere, and now you're out in space, and then you can fly to another planet, and then you go down and land on that planet. Like, all in one scene, like, in one control. Like, you're not, like, changing modality in the game at all. Like, you just move from planet to planet, and then you can hop out of your ship and run around. Um, you know, basically explore the planets, get the resources that you need to upgrade stuff, and then there's a very loose story that's kind of pulling you along to the center of the galaxy. Um, but it's not really about the stories as much as it is about like the exploration and and stuff like that. Uh, but what I think is really fascinating about it is actually, I think this is a if you view the game as a platform for future stuff that they could release in it. It's the 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 um, possibilities are almost endless. It's like a, right now it feels like an incredible platform that's kind of empty, um, but I I would imagine that they're going to be continuing to release things over time into this universe that's already like inc- like incredible graphics. Just really like for the first couple times that I played it, like the first few hours, I would just like literally just run around and explore things because it was that cool to to see and you didn't know what kind of animals you would see you didn't know what the planets would be like you just ran around and explored and it was really cool um so i'm a fan of it but i was just curious if you had been following the the explosion around it at all the 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 subreddit uh on it is is interesting to see no man's sky yeah no, I like it. it. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking at it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful. It, it game. looks like I would like it because remember I've talked about, well not, I'm not asking for remember, but mm-hmm. I've talked about how much I, I used to like, like mist that mm-hmm. type of thing mm-hmm. back in the day, and it seems like it would be, sort of, uh, two thousand, and whatever S- version. Sure. Except there's that. no sort puzzles. Of, this, this world. So yeah, like, yeah. There's no puzzles in it though, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mist yeah. was kind of puzzle based, wasn't it? Yeah, but there's like a light story. Okay, sure, sure. This, I mean, I, the way I would actually describe this game, and I like lots of games like this, would be atmospheric, um, like the soundtrack and just the way that you play. It's not, it's not an action-packed game. I mean, in yeah. many ways, if you choose to kind of play this exploration trade style of gameplay, as opposed to there are some things that you can fight with. You don't, you don't, but you don't have to. If you play that first way, it's a pretty relaxing game, which I've uh, enjoyed at the end of, of long days. Have you um, thought about buying any of these uh, either low-level VR type of technologies or even the higher end? Like I'm a- gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look into the PlayStation One when it comes out. Um, I'm not clear. I haven't looked into it at all yet. I'm not clear if there's like a new version of the PlayStation that you need to buy to be able to power it, or if what I have will power it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm definitely going to look into that. I, I still have not tried VR at all yet, and I'm very I'm anxious to try it out. Yeah. Have you tried it at all? No. Yeah, me neither. Um, the ones that I, you know, the kind of I guess higher tier ones that I hear people talking about are like the Oculus Rift, and then there's also there's also mm-hmm. another one that's supposed to be I think even slightly more you know more. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. And then they sure. have like the other ones where you just like take your phone and put it in. The, right, right, the right. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't tried it out. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to kind of see it, mm-hmm. but yeah, it'd be another distraction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I all, know, for sure. The many distractions right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like in the midst of like trying to eliminate distractions. So the last thing I need is something, something like VR that has the potential to be like this all encompassing, uh, experience. Yeah. Um, in terms of like thinking about 
the future of like what we do and stuff though I'm interested in how like VR semi um, semi artificial sort of not, not artificial intelligence type thing but like com- computing that can sort of adjust and sure. stuff to, you know your experience and stuff how that can be used in like training and yeah, yeah. organizational context. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that I think like in 15 years or so, I think it'd be pretty interesting to kind of see where that that goes. Um, yeah, well, can you? I mean, have you seen the movie Her? Yeah. So that, but with a training focus on it, like it knows what you struggle with, knows what you're good at, what you're not good at, and can prompt specific uh, experiences at specific times to have the most optimal development uh, impact. It's a pretty cool thing. You know, because they already have, well, in, an, in a non-VR type of thing, I know what they're working on in terms of, like, learning and education is, um, I think, did I, well, I might have talked about this last time. I don't, no, I don't remember. Keep going. Well, in, well uh, like an adaptive version of the, the, the MOOC, like uh, those massive open yeah, yeah. courses, but an adaptive version. Okay, of what would, what, how would it be adaptive? Tell me more about that. Um, based on, like, I, I assume they do some assessment at certain stages. Sure. Okay. So they adjust um, based on what you're getting wrong, what you're getting right. Yeah. Okay. I, I think I think people have t- attempted to uh, adapt it. Sure. People have tried to use different uh, ways to sort of create this adaptive environment, but um, one that I came across is the idea of like the mooklet, where there's smaller sort of mooklets, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, within a larger mook or whatever, and. Um, so it's modular, you know. Okay. And, yeah. And then the, the right sort of mooklet is chosen or picked based on where you are, type mm-hmm. thing. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But then, so imagine sort of that that background, the underlying sort of mechanism for making that happen uh, is already developed. Let's say we get that developed, and that works. You know, fifteen twenty years, you sort of apply that to a VR world and a different. VR experiences are more I'll tell you right now, modular. I bet you it'll be yeah. more exciting than sitting in a classroom uh, with yeah. some uh, trainer trying to teach you some stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be much more engrossing than that, yeah. which is a win. And maybe it is still a trainer, but maybe it's like... Yeah, but maybe you're, at least one, maybe you're, like, one that maybe you're actually, flying through space while you're learning this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe you're, maybe right. you're riding a dinosaur and learning yeah. about how to be a better manager. Who knows? Who knows? The, the, <laughs> see, that's the idea with VR. The the possibilities are endless, Eric. Endless. Absolutely endless. We could do a VR version of this podcast where it, people are, could feel like they're sitting down, you know, in a around a campfire with us while we're talking and listening to the yeah. podcast. That'd be cool as hell. Everyone, close your eyes. Yes, Eric's gonna tell you a ghost story. Imagine yourself sitting around a campfire with your. Favorite chums. Listen to the crackle of that fire. That's all I got. Our, our fi- something's wrong with our fire. Our fire, our, our fire sounded like somebody hitting a bong. Uh, anyway, well, cool. No Man's Sky, fun game. Interesting, interesting, uh, interesting uh, case study of managing expectations or the importance thereof when you don't. Um, so, also a lot of times what they do, and maybe they don't do this anymore, but um, don't you know, like right before, like video games actually got really good graphics, but they were already able to sort of animate. Oh yeah, cutscenes. Uh, cutscenes look yeah. sweet. And so they would advertise these games with all these like 
cutscenes, I guess. Yeah. For, you know what they're called. Yeah. And you would think that's the actual gameplay. Yeah. And you get to the gameplay, and you're like, oh, this is not it. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Um, well, I, I think they've improved the actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I don't think actually anybody has any critiques really on the graphics of No Man's Sky, but I totally remember that experience. Because one of my favorite games of all time was Final Fantasy VII, which actually, at, at yep. the time, it had incredible graphics for a PlayStation yeah. game at the time. But the difference between the actual gameplay graphics and the cinemas, the, the cutscenes that they did, were totally different yeah. from each other. Yeah. And I remember just being... It would be really exciting. Like, I'd be playing Final Fantasy VII, my brothers would be doing other things, and then I would get to a point in the game where a cutscene was happening, and the expectation was, if anybody was playing the game and a cutscene happened, you yelled to every all the other brothers so they would run in and, and be able to <laughs> see great. the, the cutscenes. At least that's how I remember it. Maybe as they were listening to it, like, I don't remember that. I remember yeah. wanting to make sure that if they were playing and they hit a cutscene, that I came and I got to see it. Yeah. Good old, oh, speaking of Final Fantasy, I pre-ordered Final Fantasy 15. I'm I'm really getting back into my gamer uh, uh, personality, not personality. My 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 gamer roots. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Uh, this is what happens when I drop a PC program. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, you're 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 um you're becoming your nine school yeah. part, you know. Yeah, self, that's you know true. What I mean? uh, it's it's probably gonna be. You're not even going to recognize me. You're not even going to like me anymore. <laughs> you, know, you don't even know who I am. It's going to take some adjustment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I got I to gotta run here pretty soon. I'm not currently wearing pants, and there's going to be a pizza delivered here in a couple minutes. Uh, cool. So I feel like I should probably put pants on. Put some pants on. I will put some pants on. Uh, I would like to say, uh, dear listener, if you could go to iTunes and leave a review or a, a star rating, that would be super helpful, help uh, more people find this podcast. And uh, Eric's probably going to yell at you about not leaving a voicemail on our website, but the file audio. you can click a button and leave us an you know, audio note. You know, one person, one person left something. It's like, it was, it was my test. Okay, I'm going to say, was it you? <laughs> yeah. I was going to do it, actually. Nope, there it is. the system, seeing if it works. Hmm. Seeing how easy it is. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. God, I'm just realizing every time I hear a recording of you speaking, like when I'm editing the show, I just yeah. want – if I give you a script, will you record it and then I can just keep it forever? Because there are certain uh, things that I would love to have you kind of just be being just saying in your voice that I can listen to as I go to sleep. What would these? I don't know. I got to sit down and think about it a little bit. I also – I have some different ideas actually. I think one version would be you – like trying to just pump me up and tell me I'm like I'm a, I'm good at what I'm doing and I should just keep working hard. That would be really motivating for me. And then I want one that's like basically you talking through the steps of tucking me into bed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, then we can app, make it into an app and sell it on. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Sell it on iTunes. Uh, virtual Eric. I like it. Virtual Virtual Eric. All right. We'll we'll we'll, we'll explore right, that Eric. idea next week. Um, I challenge you. I challenge you to eat a whole pizza tonight. <laughs> no, I got I got to share pizza. it. You're just trying to sabotage pizza. me. You're trying to sabotage eat, me for the big way off. Eat the entire pizza. Eat the entire pizza. I will. I will. All right. All right. Peace. See you, man. I got nothing to, to eat up the sound. Eat, eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound. Eat, eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound. Eat up the sound wave. Intro, intro song. Eat up the sound. Eat up the sound. Yeah.
was epic.